welcome back to another episode of the Break of Already podcast. I am your host, Grant Buckner, and with me, as always, is my wife, Carolyn Buckner. Carolyn, say hello. Hello. So we did not put out an episode last week, if you did not notice. Um, we were significantly under the weather. It wasn't the vid, don't worry. Um, if we cough this episode, I just refuse to edit them out because it's probably going to be during laughter. Um, <laughs> you might hear it in our voices a little bit. We feel fine. Uh, but all four of us got sick at the house, and so that was rough. And also, I had no motivation to put one out before we got sick last week. <laughs> so it was a rough week overall. Yeah. I, we didn't get... None of us got sick with Dawson until he was a year old. And so we've, I've never dealt with a little teeny baby being sick, and Rowan got sick the least bad i don't know if that's the right way to say that but apparently when babies get sick they don't let you put them down and so while we were sick grant and i took turns sitting up at night holding our baby so it took us the longest to get over it because we were getting the least amount of sleep yeah it was awful um and it's honestly really annoying me that he feels the need to be in here right now because he won't be put back down. <laughs> but then I look at him and he is super cute. So he's just getting cuter and cuter. That's what babies do. Anyway, um, so there's a few different things that we could talk about today. There's a couple things I definitely want to talk about. Okay. So we will open with a romantic gesture of the week. And we haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while. Um, I just, like, forget about them, but then I also forget to ask for more, so. But um, <laughs> someone wrote one in. I think I screenshot it, but it's on my other phone, so I okay. asked her to send it in again. But she just sent it to me. She said, he took me to get coffee and then go to the bookstore and let me walk around and point out all the books I had read and that I wanted to read. She's a huge book nerd. Clearly. And then he bought me lots of books, which is expensive. Yeah. So bully for him. Um, that's her now husband. That was when they were dating. So the question is, does he have a lot of money or is he bad with his money? <laughs> or... A third option. <laughs> Maybe he's sacrificial with his money to those whom he cares about. That's fair. Um, or maybe he's an idiot. Who, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I, I know that... That is really sweet. Yeah, that's 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 a really nice thing. Um, what I'm curious about is when he goes to the bookstore with her now that they're married, <laughs> oh, no way. does he yeah, still encourage no her to buy books? She or reads... is it like you at the garden store with me where you're like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> this is our top contributor. Um, so like I know more about her life than a lot of other people that write in. But I know for a fact she reads crazy amounts of books. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it would just have to be a line item in their budget. Because <laughs> I, I just can't imagine it not being... And I can't imagine them not having one. That's awesome. Um, but I need she... to talk to her because my struggle with books is, what if you buy a book and you don't like it? And I can't make myself finish books I don't yeah, like. I don't know. I bet there's... I'm I never buy books for that reason. website that she trusts or something like that. Maybe I'll just tell or her maybe to an easy way to send me them. the books she bought. She definitely buys physical copies. I've seen 
them. <laughs> well, I should become real friends with her so I can just read the copies she buys. That's fair. Um, she also sent in her worst date. So that that was she sent that in not actually as a um, romantic gesture of the week, but as a call asking people what their best date or worst date ever was. Okay. So that was her best date ever. Um, and her worst date ever was um, senior year of college. She met a guy downtown at Cap City. I think... He, I think... <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know. Okay, so for those of you who are not local <laughs> to Raleigh, North Carolina, Cap City is a bar but it's kind of like a club yeah they have like a dance floor it's really small though it's very dark it's very loud it's very hot and the dance floor is like in front of the front door no no no, it's in the back maybe we just came into the back i just remember when we were leaving there one time i just remember we were leaving there one time and having pleasant to push through people dancing oh yeah i'm sure um yeah it's a nightmare i don't understand why people enjoy it i don't think Okay, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, she met him. She didn't meet it's him. It's just a weird place to She didn't to. meet him at Cap City. He asked to go to Cap yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. Just to make sure that I'm being clear. So she <laughs> That's said. That's why I laughed. Yeah, she said, which honestly I should have known when he asked if we could meet at Cap City. Um, Cap City being Raleigh's the capital of North Carolina. We're in the capital city. Again, if you're not local. <laughs> um, and he got so drunk that I ended up having to take care of him. Uh, parentheses, a job I've had many a time as the mom of whatever group I'm in. She said the whole way, yeah, the whole way back in the lift, he kept telling me about his parents' cats and how much he (laughs) loved them and how tiny and soft they were. (laughs) She said, I ended up staying at his apartment to make sure he didn't die and took an Uber home the next morning. I will mention that I was also basically completely sober by the time the lift got there. That is so funny. Okay, two things. One, when she said the lift, I thought she was talking about an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that tells you how often we use car yeah. services. <laughs> I don't, what are those called? I was like, that's weird she called it a lift. (laughs) (laughs) By the time the elevator got to us to take us home on our Willy Wonka adventure. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, it also just like... I I haven't thought about that in a long time. I haven't either. It made me grateful for one... That I never have to go to Cap City ever again, which I never went to in college. I only went after I graduated with, you know, still young adults, but people that are like, guys, you're not in college. Why do you want to go to Cap City? But people that want to go to Cap City that I worked with and like... Adults that one time Grant and I went out with them and they were like, mom and dad both came. (sighs) And we sat on the couch and just watched them. Do I don't dumb things. remember this, but I believe you. But yeah, it's just like... It's like 4th of July. It's just like places... Oh, that was fun. No, I think it was a different day. Oh, well, the 4th of July the was fun. The 4th of July was fun. <laughs> the day I'm thinking of, one of your friends threw her beer on the ground <sighs> on purpose. That, that was still a fun night. <laughs> it yeah, was I know fun. What you're talking about, but yeah. I just got rid of those shoes recently because they were real leather and she ruined them. Oh. We should let her know that. <laughs> Send us money. Um, 
just kidding. You know who you are. But, uh... She probably doesn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, she probably doesn't remember <laughs> she it. She also probably doesn't listen to this podcast. We were drinking responsibly, but I only need, like, one beer before I get yeah. super, um... What's the word? Like, affectionate? Affectionate. Yeah, that's the yeah. word. And, like, if I... Like, if I'm around friends, like, I just want to tell them how much I appreciate them and love them. I, I literally, I was going through my iPad the other day, because uh-huh. I was like, oh, now that my texts are going to connect, like, I wonder. And so, I saw something where I told Tyler, I was like, remember when I hugged you while you were driving? <laughs> when we when we were in Asheville, we were leaving the Funkatorium. Yeah. Um, well, that night, well, all the nights, ow. Grant has a beer and a half, and all of a sudden, he's holding my face, and telling everyone to look at me because I'm so pretty. And I mean, she is so pretty. And like, oh my gosh, stop. And, and it, he goes around and makes everyone in the circle compliment it me. It shouldn't take me a vodka <laughs> cranberry to, to remember so that everyone should pay attention to how pretty she is. I should just be bringing that up normally. It's so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, no, that I, I thought that was hilarious. And also him talking about how cute and soft his parents' yeah. cats are. Um... <laughs> It's one of those where you're like, you get definitely down points from by meeting at Cap City and getting totally wasted on a first date. Maybe he thought but... it was Cat City, and that's <laughs> why he wanted to meet there. But he won points back in my book because of the cats. I like, mean, yeah. I would maybe consider a second date if a guy went on and on about cats. He, he got, like, wasted on a date. That's not a thing you do on a date. That's a thing you do if you have a problem. But if, <laughs> I imagine I it was a first date. One, he's pretty young. He's like 21 probably. Sure. 22. Two, it's just so cute that when he gets drunk, he talks about cats. Like, Is it cute? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Maybe just like, because that's not the situation I'm in. Like, that could be a story where it's like, and I love cats. We ended up getting married and he doesn't yeah. go to Cap City anymore. Well, I mean, she, she obviously finds humor in it um i i think it's funny that she slept on his couch just to make sure he didn't like die of alcohol poisoning (laughs) but like honestly ladies it's just not your responsibility like if if he gets sloshed on your first date and you have to like drag him to his house in the first place you definitely can go home after you you, (sighs) like lay him on his side sure I just don't even think it's your job to actually, like, get him home. I think it's your job to make sure he gets home. So, like, take his phone, find his best friend via t- his text messages. Yeah. This is a time you can go through somebody's text messages. <laughs> hey, say, hey... So you're saying if you're wasted, I can go through your text? Hey, my guy, you live locally, come get your boy, <laughs> and wait for him to show up and leave. <laughs> I think that's probably the safest option. Yeah. Um... Especially if he's passed out anyway, just give me your thumb, please. I still can't stop imagining them standing in an elevator and he's talking about his cats. <laughs> Is it the Wonkavator? I'm Are they flying through the city? Are they imagining over the elevator and one of the dorms in college. Oh, okay. Well, it was the bougie dorm. Uh, no elevators are nice college. I guess because she said she was in college and I thought they were in an elevator. Although the, <laughs> so that's what I'm imagining. They are really nice in our student union, I guess. But um, anyway, the weird thing that I want to talk about, uh, which I literally just 
found out about before we started recording because I was watching a Curtis Connor video is this woman that made a ragdoll like a life-size ragdoll yeah. man supposedly fell in love with it like had a wedding mm -hmm. and I'll get into more of the details um he's kind of upsetting looking but the reason that people were sending it to Curtis is not because it's a funny story they wanted to hear, hear him talk about. It's because the rectal was just like him. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed. Like, it does. Like, it does look like him. Um, so funny. It's just like... And the only reason it's, like, ugly is because it's, it's in the uncanny valley of, like, this isn't human... But it <laughs> is humanoid, and my brain doesn't know how to process it. Um, I didn't even finish his video because I didn't have time. But he said that in the article he read, her mom made it, the doll. <laughs> and I, I don't think that's correct. I think maybe whoever was writing it maybe got it confused in that, like... Her mom has made her ragdolls before, mm -hmm. and that's how she, like, knew how to make a ragdoll. <laughs> but um, she, it's, it said in the article that I read that she made the ragdoll, and that makes way more sense to me, because it's, a, like, a life-size man ragdoll. Why would her mom have just made that, you know? And, like, Moms and then she fell in But then she fell in love with it. I feel like she made it to have a partner, you know? Like, I don't think she was just like, I'm gonna make a man-size ragdoll and nice. then marry it. No, I think that is what she did, actually. I don't <laughs> I don't think her mom... <laughs> I don't think her mom would have been like, I'm gonna make her a man-size ragdoll because she doesn't have one and I want to shame her. And then she was like, actually, mom, I'm in love with this. <laughs> this is what I'm in love with. I don't need a man anymore. So you've actually filled that hole for me. Thank you. Um... Remind me later to show you this really scary video on a videotape called Baby Songs, where this little girl's Raggedy Ann doll becomes life-size. I will not remind you to show me that. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> it sounds awful. Um, it's so scary. Also sounds vaguely familiar. But, um, so she had, okay, firstly... She had a legit wedding. I saw brief clips. Like, we're talking... Okay, she lives in Brazil. Okay. First and foremost. Um, which is important for what I'm going to say shortly. But she had a, a wedding. <laughs> I don't know why I went... Oh, okay. Like, okay, I, that explains yeah, everything. She lives in Brazil. I honestly they her do that stuff. Very yeah, American. Same. It sounds like an American. Brazil does thing. not explain the situation. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, um... She had a, a wedding with, like, over 200 to 250 guests. Yeah, like, that's a... Would you go? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I think it would make me so sad I couldn't go. So, okay, that's what I want to get into a little bit. But before we get into it, 250-ish guests, I saw footage of them dancing and by them i mean her dancing with him attached to a hand truck <laughs> <laughs> or a dolly depending on where you're from oh my gosh it was so funny <laughs> i mean like he's wearing a tuck she's wearing a legit wedding dress like not like a super fancy one but like a wedding dress and a, like a bunch of people are there like 
200 plus people. I mean, I don't know if they're there because it's a circus or she said there'd be an open bar. I don't know. That's fair. That's part of the reason where I'm like, I definitely go because it's like, I, she's, she's had to make so many weird decisions to get to this point, but like, surely, she, I mean, this is just her. She planned a party, like just her, like she planned a party. Oh, you mean because he can't plan yeah. a party? Yeah, <laughs> like she by herself. <laughs> I was like, I bet her mom how just planned a party, and so I'm like, it's probably gonna be pretty good because like yeah. there's there's literally nothing logistical about what needs to happen around this. <laughs> like they're not gonna be joining bank accounts, moving in together, you know, whatever. It's it's just a because it's just they already live together. Because they already <laughs> live together. Because they were living in sin before they got married, <laughs> um, and actually. I mean, I guess we don't know that they live together. So the article did specify that she, quote unquote, got pregnant by him prior to their wedding. And that's oh. why she wanted to kick the wedding off. They do have a doll baby now um, that she claims she was in uh, labor for 35 minutes before it joined the world. And, and that there was an actual doctor and nurse present. And that she gained, I guess, four pounds during the pregnancy? So, I don't know why I thought maybe she, like, <coughs> like actually got pregnant. No. <laughs> via, like, a sperm donor no, or something? No, it literally, it was a, it's a doll. So, it actually kind of freaked me out when you said it was a doll, because I was expecting, like, a real baby. No. It's a it's another rag doll that she obviously made. So, if there's a doctor... Obviously made via her womb... Right, right, right. If we're taking her word for it. Um, I am, but... It's Brazil. Anything can happen. <laughs> it's Brazil. Anyway, oh, yeah, I brought that up because they, they honeymooned. They went on a honeymoon after to Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> but, like, that sounds like a crazy honeymoon if you don't already live in Brazil. Right, right, right. So it's like, they went all the way to Rio de Janeiro, oh, from... From Brazil. From a, different... <laughs> From a different city in Brazil. Yeah. I mean, maybe they lived there. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I don't know. You can't you don't go on a honeymoon in real your own city. doctor and nurse there, she has way too many people enabling this behavior. <sighs> okay. And I mean, again, this is just some like random, very short article. And like, clearly the one that Curtis read is is different than the one I read in an, in as much enough that like who knows what's actually correct in here because so like she had a doctor and nurse present right was it a psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> and said psychiatrist's assistant was it some kind of weird therapy mm. that she's doing like is the whole thing some kind of weird therapy that she's doing and I say weird not being judgmental. Uh, unique. Abnormal um, therapy. Because that's not what therapy normally looks like. It's abnormal therapy. Yeah. If it is. Um, I don't think that's what this is. But it it made me think about uh, Made for Love. Um, the show that we have talked about. They canceled it, FYI, so there will not be a season three, even though there's like some crazy cliffhangers and I'm really sad about it. And and HBO's account, like the the one that like does like the memes and stuff, but it's like their legit one. It doesn't get a ton of interaction, so like I interact with them and they like always respond and stuff. And they posted one 
of the main character from the show and they were like what are you guys blah 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 and i was like we're all still mourning this being canceled <laughs> why are you <laughs> posting about it and they just like liked it i didn't say why why are you posting about it yeah but anyway in the show her dad um has a blow-up doll no she's not a blow-up doll how reductive she's like um she's like a very detailed recreation of a human woman. <laughs> I just thought she was a blow-up doll. She's like a mannequin. She has a wig on. Do you know what a blow-up doll is? I thought her body was that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't e- know. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions I'm not going to ask. Um, okay, her, I think her, I'm remembering it better now. Yeah. He is a widower. So her mother passed years and years prior to that. Mm -hmm. And she comes home to find out that he has been like, quote unquote, married or in a relationship with this quote unquote woman for years. Um, And people call him Herb the Perv in in town because they know that he's in a relationship with this life-size humanoid woman looking thing. It's, it is scary looking. Yeah. and uh, Bennett, my favorite character, um, uh, looks at it like anytime he's in the same room as it, he get they like zoom in on his face and <laughs> it's like scary music plays because he's so afraid of her and it's so funny. Um, Caleb Foote, great actor, love him. Um, but it made me think about his relationship with that doll and how, like when he, spoilers for made for love um when he knew that he was dying he like had that really emotional moment with her on the and i almost cried i might have actually teared up yeah and so like in in for him in that situation his relationship with her was therapeutic yeah and like i don't know that anyone told him to get one as a way to cope with his wife's passing um and it's not like he did it immediately like it was years after she died that he he ended up getting one but it it got him like okay think about like if she wasn't in the house like if he doesn't interact with anybody all day if he doesn't make any phone calls because his daughter doesn't talk to him like he might go all day without verbalizing at any point you know Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to go to the grocery store like he just watches tv and drinks beer and it's just like that that is a really sad existence versus him waking up getting this thing dressed doing its makeup bathing it making it food as well as himself yeah like occasionally bringing her places and feeling an emotional connection with her like i that seems better to me than the alternative yeah i mean it would the ideal situation would him be him just finding a real human woman to to build a new connection with or just a like a friend to to be with regularly um but like what do you think about synthetic partnership i guess or i I, if that's what you want to call it because i feel like in cases like his 
it obviously did benefit him emotionally and psychologically, even though there were caveats to that. In the the case, like, looking at her, like, and I also need to say, like, because this is a real-life example, she looks like an average woman, like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't, you know, there's nothing, like, strikingly odd about her or anything like that. Um, She doesn't seem to be very old, so it's not like she couldn't find somebody if she wanted to. Um, Not that you can't find love when you're older, but this is a decision she's clearly just decided to make for some reason. This is my thought. Um, It just seems unlikely that there is a person using, like, being in a relationship with an inanimate object in a healthy way to cope with whatever they're doing. Um, And, like, they sort of do... Like, in the show, like, he has this relationship with her. um, But it is also just a show. And... Like, he was happy with her, but he, he got significantly happier when his daughter came back. And he actually was having a real relationship with a person. Right. And so... But he also, like, was even happier when she was treating his partner doll as right. his partner. And, like, talking about her like she was in the room and like she had thoughts and feelings which i also thought was interesting i guess like and i'm sure true like i bet if you go over to that lady's house in brazil she would probably want you to address her husband being in the room i think that is like such a case-by-case basis thing about whether it's healthy or not i think in most cases like when you're talking about therapy you're oftentimes talking about growing and moving past yeah. something yeah 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 so like it's a mechanism as a mechanism to get to a healthier like real relationship yeah but i'm shrugging yeah <laughs> you can't can't see that but i do feel like probably there are other ways like i guess to me is you're emotionally now relying on an inanimate object and if you are not also at the same time seeking to build connection with other people then that is just hindering you like i mean have you ever seen castaway i actually haven't tom hanks did not have a choice wilson was his only friend sure again case by case (laughs) i've also never seen castaway (laughs) (laughs) um i think it's probably exclusively unhealthy. Yeah. Because I know... But the question is, like, you said, like, using it in a therapeutic Is there way, a utilitarian... Right. Like, but way like, Absolutely. Marrying someone no, to me no. isn't therapeutic. Making it, like, a, like a pseudo-permanent situation... Yeah. ...is... Is you sabotaging yourself? Yeah, for sure. It's you. It's you sabotaging your life because you are inherently 
closing yourself off to potential and actual relationships. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that's probably more a coping, a coping mechanism yeah. than a uh, therapeutic mechanism. But I'm not a professional, per usual. But uh, I would... Have you ever seen Her with Scarlett Johansson and um, Joaquin Phoenix? No. So she is an AI, but like a basically fully sentient AI mm -hmm. um, that he ends up falling for, but she also ends up falling for him. Mm -hmm. But then again, spoilers for her, which is a good movie. Um, he finds out that she is in a relationship with like, I don't know, she's like fallen in love with like a thousand plus people because she's an AI. <laughs> and so like lots of people have access to her, but it it's completely valid that she's capable of being in love with that many people right. because it's basically just her replicated a bunch of times, you know, it, and she's synthetic, yeah. but, um, that ruins it for him. Um, no, I think she ends up leaving, um, earth. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it in a while, but I think her and maybe some other AIs just like, find somewhere else to be you guys are too needy we're out i mean but um but in situations like that where he he was a super lonely guy and basically he can put like a friend in his ear and someone that like wants to learn about you and the things that you have going on you can just like talk to them throughout the day in your little earpiece mm -hmm. and in made for love her husband gives her that phone that created an AI of her deceased mother mm -hmm. um, from call center messages <laughs> that um, they had trained it with, and it was like 89% accurate, but it did ask her for uh, to to answer the survey at the end of the call, yeah. <laughs> which was so sad because she was having such a good time talking to it and she was so emotional, even though she like kind of hated the idea. And yeah. then her mom was just like, would you, would you mind staying on the call <laughs> to answer a quick survey about my performance today? And I'm just like, oh, I hate that for you. <laughs> but again, if it's, and that's like, a, a, there's been a thing on Black Mirror where it's like, We'll take all of the social media and all of the text messages and all of the phone calls and voicemails and YouTube videos of your partner that ever existed and we'll make an AI and you can IM them. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, now we have it so that you can talk to them on the phone. Now we have it that you can FaceTime them. And then eventually it was like, we have a fully uh, like fleshed out Android version of them. Um, that long story short, she ends up keeping in the attic <laughs> because she realizes it's not healthy to be emotionally invested in this thing that is not her husband. Um, but she wants him around for her daughter to have what is essentially her dad. She's like this, like, you'll never know him. But, like, this way, you will. Gotcha. You will know him, because this is just... This is just your dad. He's just not. Yeah. And so, like, it's not healthy for me, but, like, you don't... There's not a 
you're not going to find another dad, you know? Yeah. Like, she could get remarried and whatever, have a stepfather, but that's not replacing your father. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know him. This is him. Yeah. That, obviously, is, like, a far-fetched... Well, not far-fetched. It's that the whole Android thing is crazy. But those AIs are... They're starting to, like, create those um, based off of exactly what I'm talking about so that you could interact with a loved one. Um, and it is an upsetting concept. I think for grief counseling, it's, pr- I feel like most grief counselors would still probably think that that's a dangerous road to go down for the mental health of their patients. But like, if you could introduce your child to a parent they were never able to know, I mean, like, you know, to, to be macabre, were I to die tomorrow, <laughs> and you had the option of having, like... Okay, you know I think about this all the time. A fully sentient version of me that could FaceTime the boys. I can't go here right now. But, like, would you want to use it? I, I cannot make myself think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd use it for you. It would be super upsetting, and I probably wouldn't want to be in the room. <laughs> but, like, I think it was, and I think it was, like, a um, specific, like, key moments in her life where it was, like, I'm getting married, and, like, I want to talk to you about my I fiance. Th- we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, all, like, every birthday, I think she got to, like, I, hang out with him. I think about stuff like this all the time. Kara cannot watch Black Mirror because of these kinds of episodes. I just, emotionally, <laughs> it makes me think about sad stuff and I cry about them and they haven't even What about what we're talking about is sad? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. So like I see how it could potentially be a good thing in like super niche circumstances. I feel like overall it's probably not at all. And and I mean like her dad in Made for Love is based on real people that do this who are just like in a relationship with their lifelike doll (laughs) and they don't feel the need to pursue organic relationships I guess you could say (laughs) um and I'm just like but would that person have anyway you know is this giving somebody an opportunity at emotional intimacy that never would have had it otherwise and is and if that's the case, is it is it a good thing? I don't think you could say it's a good thing because it's always a not it's good not thing the for ideal someone to be situation. Not, not healthy, right? But like, say somebody has some kind of like m- mental disorder that kept them from being able to make significant connections with other people, and if they felt like they were making. a a real connection with this thing and it wasn't making their disorder worse it's probably a good thing i just i feel like the term good thing is like it's a tolerable thing it's a i can better than aggressive loneliness (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know 
the my thing is that like why are you focused on getting that person a relationship yeah. because there's other really healthy outlets for their emotional well-being that you could be channeling that into yeah. like what if we um get you super into exercise or what if you join a support group for people who are in similar situations to you so that you have the opportunity to meet people like that um i still like i said and like you were saying earlier like i still think for those kinds of people or people in like relation situations like that it might be good as like a bridge to something else like i mean in real therapy (laughs) It's weird and gross, and it's usually for children, but, like, they'll have you talk to a puppet, because it's easier to talk to the puppet than it is to a real person, yeah. and the puppet's, like, friendly, and, like, I'm your friend, and no, you're not, you're a puppet, and I know that, but I'm but I'm talking to the puppet, right. because it's easier, and so, like, now I'm used to talking to this thing, and now I can go talk to real people. And the crazy thing is people on our podcast are just finding out that I'm actually a puppet. She's a puppet. I'm a really good ventriloquist and I You can don't have to be ventriloquist. Speak you could just do with her. different voices. Yeah, I I could. But I need them to know that I'm not moving my lips when I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm just doing different voices, it's that I'm doing both voices simultaneously and I'm not moving my lips. Be impressed with me. Um, I think next week we're going to do... Firstly, thank you for tuning into our TED Talk. Um, Next week, I think I want to do another movie night. I'm on the fence about what movie I want to do. We want to just... We want to do romantic comedies. Um, I'm not against just, like, romance movies, like a drama or whatever. As long as it's going to be, like so overkill that it's funny you know what I'm saying? Like, or like really yeah. bad i like would is that movie we watched the um F- forces of nature was that a romantic comedy or was it just like an a like a like a adventure i don't even romance? know like i don't know that it was supposed to be like funny like I, I don't remember such a mess i don't know i mean it's one of the worst movies i've ever seen <laughs> and if you're hearing me talk about it i'm not like recommending it i'm just saying it exists and we watched it yeah. but like i would watch something like that like it's not necessarily a romantic comedy yeah but there's romantic elements to it and it's and so Spider-Man. funny because it's so stupid amazing well Spider-Man. that's why i brought it up not amazing spider-man regular spider-man or, right, right, right. Original Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is a romantic comedy. And if you don't understand that, you don't understand cinema and you need to take a class. I say we watch that one. But there's also the whole Twilight Saga. <laughs> well. Which is also absolutely a romantic comedy <laughs> with sci-fi and fantasy elements. I just kind of feel like that's about family. It's not. <laughs> it's about one teenager's undying obsession with an undead 17-year-old who's actually like 120. It's disgusting. Let's do Spider-Man this week. We can do Twilight another time. Fine. Guys, I love Twilight so much. Wait, do we have time to talk about your worst date? 
<laughs> um, is it... Did we have... Also, did we have other people write in their worst dates? Um, I think I did some of them on the last... Ep or, like, on a different episode. Why? Oh. oh. I just wanted to hear them. Oh, yeah. I think I think somebody else wrote some in, but... Um, are you talking about the one that almost turned into another date, but then very coincidentally ended? Which date are you talking about? I, no, no. I don't know what your worst oh, date is. Oh, 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 Um, I mean, I'd have to think about it, I guess. I thought you were referencing something specific. Oh, no. I don't know what it is. Um, no, we should probably wrap it up. It's at 40 minutes, okay. so. Next week, tune in to hear Grant's worst date. Are you also going to think about it? I know my worst date. It's not interesting, though. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Her face was like, yeah, he just ignored me the whole night. And no, then, my worst date and then we broke is up, so. when my ex-boyfriend broke up with me on my birthday. Yeah. But funnily... I was right in saying, yeah. and then we broke up. And then we broke up. But funnily enough, it's like objectively my worst date. But when I look back on it, it's like... It's a little bit funny. It's... I look back at it as kind of like a high point in my life. Like, wow, that was so great that happened because I was too chicken to break up with him again. And I felt so much relief when that happened. I really wanted to keep singing that song because it felt like one of those documentaries where <laughs> they're, they're like expositing and they just put like Sarah McLaughlin in the background yeah. in the arms oh <laughs> like the Katy Perry it's like they ask you if you're fine and you say that you are but you're not fine <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah um yeah not interesting the, my dating life is very not interesting yeah no we know <laughs> <laughs> you never you bring, know. You never bring stuff up because it sucks. It's so boring. <laughs> it's mostly just, why did you keep dating that guy? Yeah. It's mostly just the things that we now ask other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... Only Ricky can. I guess I'll probably share... Well, no, because if next week we're doing a movie, that takes a long time. But, um... At some point, I will share the story I thought you were trying to get me to share because that was my, that was what I was going to talk about until I <laughs> learned about this ragdoll situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, sorry again for not being around last week, as I'm sure you were all constantly refreshing Spotify and just crying and vomiting in the shower, <laughs> um, wondering what was going on. Um, if you were, you could have sent a DM to uh, at Break Up Already uh, podcast on Instagram. I did not receive any asking what had happened to us, so I just assumed that everyone was in an emotionally healthy place last week. Besides me, of course. Um, if you want to email us, 
again about your emotional state from last week, uh, it is breakupalreadypod at gmail.com. Uh, do recommend us to a friend if you feel like we deserve it. Uh, that is the best way to uh, support us is to tell others about us if you like us and also leaving us a review. So if you have not given us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts yet, it would be wonderful if you could do so now. Um, but in the meantime, this has been Breakup Already. I have been Greg Buckner. And I've been Carolyn Buckner. And we will see you next week.